Hi there, welcome. I'm Annette of Arab Africa Coaching, and you are listening to the Coffee and Stars podcast, a platform for candid and unconventional narratives about the place of the young African woman in society. In this episode, I speak to Francis Kokoko, a freelance photographer and artist who became a full-time photographer after studying computer science in school. We talk about the place of work in our lives and what makes people tie their identity to their jobs. Welcome, Francis, and how are you today? Hello, Francis. Great. So welcome, Francis, to our episode today. Um, how are you? Hello, I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm good. I think uh, I just took a nap and I'm up now um, to continue uh, or to join the session and afterwards continue with some work. All right, great. So can you introduce yourself to us and tell us about your passions? Uh, My name is Francisco Kuku, a professional photographer. I go by the handle Accra Photo on my social media. Um, yes, I, that means I enjoy taking pictures, but most importantly, uh, I enjoy listening to other people share their stories and documenting them. Um, my other passions involve music, and then I think, and now more often, I go online uh, to look at what is happening around the world. I think this is because of my interest in knowing how other people live. Uh, I think sometimes it's inspiring, but sometimes um, what we see going on around the world can be, uh, for lack of a better word, jarring. So, yes, it's a mix of everything. Um, Photos, music, and being online. All right. So, a question I have for you, though, is why did you choose to become an artist? And how could you tell that that was your passion? Well, um, I think um, um, the term or the label artist is um, quite a complex one. Uh, growing up, I would draw. I liked everything creative. I was always in my own head, um, thinking about possibilities and what else coexists. That's that was my only escape um, from realities. You know, I mean, we have to deal with it in any way, every day. So um, being creative and having imaginations was the only way out. And I think that's what has sustained me till now. Um, when I when I say I'm an artist, for me, I believe art is life. And um, I tend not to create art for commerce, but rather I think I believe art is life. And that's an outlet for me. Um, um, Yes, um, I always say this. Um, that's what I do to keep my sanity, especially when everything is so calculated, so fixed. Um, art is the only outlet that, you know, that isn't tied to physics, that isn't tied to um, um, <laughs> the uh, politics of this world. So, yeah, art is life. All right. So I was asking the question about how did yeah. you know that that was your passion? How did you? How could you tell that this was it? Um, 
I think it was something I was doing, so I discovered that that was art. Um, and also, I enjoyed looking at art. So I, I wouldn't necessarily remember when, but I think from primary school, like, I will draw with my friends. We'll have competitions. Uh, going to um, senior high school, I will venture into music. I'll do rap music. Um, and then going to the university, studying computer science, I found photography. And that has, and for me, photography brought all my senses together in one place. So for me, um, I enjoyed doing it. And then it's, I, I was fortunate uh, to be able to make a career out of it. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. That's great because that's where my next question is. So I want to talk about work and passion and like finding your, your career in your passion and um, that those kind of conversations, how, because people don't tend to actually um, do the things that um, bring them joy, but rather the things that uh, like bring money and whatever is available, people do it. So, do you think that it's particularly necessary to link a passion to work <laughs> and what is work? Wow. Um, I think uh, we, we, we were born to work. Uh, that is the social contract uh, we've signed to. Uh, work is inevitable to survive um, this democracy. We need to work unless you were born into some fortune that uh, your money keeps working for you because your grandfather set up uh, something special for you that pays you every month. But to sustain yourself, to sustain your family, if you have one, you need to work. Um, but what does that mean, right? Um, you need energy to work. You need brain power uh, to work. And for me, I can't speak for others. Um, if you are not enjoying what you do, then how do you get that brain power? How do you get that energy? How do you get that inspiration to do the work? You know, I, I think you can never compare yourself to someone who actually enjoys what you're doing. And what that means is if you are not following a passion you have, then um, the, I don't think money can be enough motivation because then you'll be dragging yourself to, to do all that work and there's so much energy. Um, yes, you may make some money, but for how long? Uh, the pressure on your sanity, how, how, like the mental stress, how are you able to deal with that? So I believe that um, using your, uh, following your passion is kind of the best way. And I don't think it's by chance that um, we were given talents um, that's if we believe in talents. Um, everyone has a knack for something. Everyone is able to do something. And if we are able to pay attention to that, um, we will be working, but it will never feel like work. Um, I could be tired, I could be drained, but any opportunity to pick up my camera, to go uh, document an event, to go tell a story, I will jump at it. Because uh, it's not about... Um, doing something I don't like, but going in and experiencing people, talking to people, um, um, sharing the new experiences. So for me, yes, um, I take my job seriously, um, the technical bits, but at the end of the day, it's me having fun. That's what I do. 
first is actually that is um, beautifully said, but that is also uh, very simplistic to say because right. if you are uh, realistic within our context for yeah. um, those born within Africa and in Ghana, you find that there is a past cut for you and um, you seem to finish secondary school, you go to university after university, you find what is available, you apply for jobs, whatever comes your way or whichever one comes your way, sometimes based on what you have studied or based on what you have not studied, whatever is available is what you take. And sometimes you are caught within um, a cycle and you never know when to actually break loose and say, let me go and follow my passion. And it is that is called a nine to five. So um, you don't particularly do a nine to five, but how do you find the right balance? How do people actually um, follow their passion when there is this path and when there is this rat race that you get stuck in and you never know where the exit is? Yeah, I'm very happy that you use the term uh, or the phrase break loose. Um, which goes to say that, and you also use the word cage, which goes to show that there is some form of programming that is happening. Break loose, it means we've been trapped. Um, this is not the way it's supposed to be, but it is the programming. You know, you are programmed to think that um, whatever course that you study in the university should lead to some form of work that you want to do in the future. But actually, for me, my university education it taught me how to problem solve. It was nothing about computers, even though I studied computer science, problem solve. And with um, the world that we live, you get um, compensation or you get rewarded for solving problems. So at the end of the day, it's the problem solving that's going to reward you. So if we are able to take away that programming that, oh, I went to law school, so I should become a lawyer, I went, to, I went to medical school, so I should, I should become a doctor. I, I don't think that that is way too simple, you know, because you need to see your purpose, find your purpose, um, um, and that's also another uh, problematic statement because not everyone is able to, and I, I don't even know if I found my purpose, uh, but we need to understand that there is, pro, there is this programming that we need to um, break free from um, we need to focus on uh, um, what problems we can identify in society and what we have the power to resolve, you know. And in doing that, we will be able to find that we are going through life, um, going through uh, our daily uh, activities, solving problems and being rewarded for it. So um, back in school, uh, in uh, first year, I started selling software. But I realized that I didn't enjoy sitting down. I wanted to go meet people, um, discover other experiences, you know. So when I stumbled on photography, it changed everything for me. I didn't know I could even work from it. So um, I discovered some photographers that I liked, and I understood them. Um, they were able to make a living out of their passion. And for me, that was a very big step that enabled me to um, 
to be able to also start a business, uh, the business of photography. So um, I don't think it's easy though, but if we pay attention to what our calling is, we can definitely uh, find something um, to do with it. Um, yes, you may start with something that you don't like, but just have the plan that's okay, let me do this for a while. Let this be a stepping stone to what I actually want to do and start building from there. And I think um, as a country, we are losing out on a lot um, because people are trapped in um, jobs that, you know, are not their calling. So whatever blessings or whatever creative energy we are supposed to receive from them is being caged and we all mess out because people are not free to chase their dreams, you know, and it's not their fault. Um, it's a whole lot of things that's making this happen. But the primary thing that I want to say is we should realize that this is all programming and we need to be able to unlearn some of these things and look deeper into what we really want to do. Everything is possible. That's what I believe. But it takes time and we should be willing to commit and be disciplined to follow our passion and turn it into something bigger. Wow. Okay. So I I feel like I'm convinced listening to you and telling me about um, how um, a lot of things are just programming the way we think and the way we've seen things happen. And so we have formed a certain idea of what an ideal life looks like and we need to unlearn those things. Another thing that I also learned is that um, we need to problem solve and that is when you get paid and also to find our individual um, purposes so that we will work towards them that everything is possible. There is a question though that I want to ask regarding um, people tying their <laughs> profession to their identity. Francis, you and I have had this conversation before of um, people who find themselves in certain jobs or certain professions and immediately you ask them to introduce themselves. The first thing they say is, I am maybe a doctor or I am this. Um, there is not, nothing about um, their identity. They find their identity within the profession that they do and sometimes people when they retire, they feel lost in, in the world or they don't know who they are anymore because they are no longer within a certain job or a certain profession. What causes this? Uh, oh, oh, I think I remember that conversation we had. And I think what causes this is um, programming still. You know, um, we place so much incentive on the labels we attach to ourselves or that's what society has uh, made it to look. Um, it's prestigious if you say I'm a lawyer, you know, it's prestigious if you say I'm a judge, I'm a doctor, you know. Um, but what about a freelance guy? Oh, I'm freelance, freelance, oh, a freelance designer, you know. Um, we attach certain uh, prestige or certain importance to these labels, which may not necessarily mean anything, you know. So at the end of the day, people feel that, okay, um, the most important thing in life is to look a certain way, is the outlook, right? 
at the expense of their own happiness, you know, or uh, fulfillment, um, you know. So at the end of the day, people are saying, okay, um, how does the world see me? You know, how does my neighbor see me? Imagine someone who works from home and is working on their laptop in their room and lives in a compound house. You know, very soon you are trying, to, uh, you start getting eyed by uh, the older people in the house saying, oh, this guy, he doesn't work, he's always home, he's a lazy guy, because they have no clue what you do. Um, and that speaks to identity, right? What people perceive. But what about what you see yourself as being, you know? Um, and these days, these lines are getting bled by social media. You know, uh, we'll be given another chance to create our own image, uh, different from what people see. So we have the opportunity to feed people with uh, images we want of ourselves. Um, so these days, there's a lot of pretense, there's a lot of um, uh, the fake lifestyle um, going on there. And truly, it's getting a lot of people depressed. Um, I don't know if I'm deviating, but I think labels have a way of boxing you in. And you can be more than a doctor. You can be more than a seamstress. You don't have to limit yourself to being like, we have so much power. And being one thing is a label. It's just uh, portable for whoever wants to address you. Oh, this guy is amazing. And that is your whole life. But no, you have talent, you have ideas, you have vision, you have, you can be so much more. You know, uh, we move about uh, with these labels, so it makes it easier for people to identify us in the market space. But then again, we have to live beyond these labels, you know, to achieve our full potential because we are way bigger, you know, than what we think. Um, about starting this podcast um, um, uh, wouldn't have been possible if you only thought of yourself as X, you know. But you thought, hey, you like having conversations with people. You like inspiring young women. How do I create a platform to address this need? And boom, you went ahead for it. So, yes, the fact that I'm a photographer doesn't mean I can't draw. doesn't mean I can't do community service. doesn't mean... So we should learn to link beyond our labels and also seek out new opportunities. Why not? You know, we, there's, we can always learn every time. And thankfully, we have the internet. So really, there's no limit here. Anything we want to become, we can become. So we should stop looking at labels that we acquired through college, labels that we have acquired through years of or experience at work, and look beyond. Let's see what else is possible. And even with the region we are, in West Africa, in Ghana, we, we, we are too far back to say that we just do one thing. There's so much to cut up on. There's so much development that needs to happen. So we need to open up and add more things to our table. I say what we are doing is not enough. Whoa. Thank you so much, uh, Francis, for that um, answer. It really, um, it's really thought-provoking, and it's it's really good. I just want to ask you a random question about um, 
what happiness is because <laughs> you said something related to people um, um, looking at outlook um, so how people perceive them at the expense of happiness so I just want to ask you the random question <laughs> what is happiness wow that, that is uh, for me happiness is coffee <laughs> um, yeah um, and also like I always tell people I come in contact with um, they are the small things that make me happy like a beautiful photograph um, a nice cup of coffee and well like sitting outdoors having conversations with friends that's a happiness you know um, it means looking inward um, paying attention to what makes you tick what makes you happy what like what drives you you know paying attention to that that inward self um, for me I think that's what happiness is regardless of what you have been made to believe will make you happy, you know. Um, and then again, I'll go back to the programming. We've been taught our education, our socialization. We've been taught that X and Y will make us happy. But that is not true. Um, we really need to look within us and um, see what will make us happy may not be material. It may be just reading, you know, or maybe just being in the sun early in the morning or waking up early, you know. So those little things, we need to pay attention to them. And trust me, they may not seem as tangible or as valuable, but these things, when we give much energy to it, it's going to lift us up day to day, and then um, we will be able to achieve more as we go about our daily lives. Um, I wanted to add something. Um, I think... Um, we can skip that when it comes back. I'll just share it. Okay. I'm not sure. I think I missed the last part of what yeah, you said. Yeah, so I, I wanted to say something, but it just came. Uh-huh. Okay. So, actually, this is the last question that we've talked a lot about programming in, in this conversation, and you've brought that perspective. You call it programming, but I call it social constructs. Uh, right. call it different things, how we've been um, taught to look at things, the stereotypes, social conditioning, orientation, and all of that. That is how I call it because of my gender background. I'm sure you call it programming because of your computer science <laughs> background. Yeah, yeah. Like how you build programs and how um, you have to follow a certain order or sequence. Yeah, or... certain order, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, last question I have for you, and this is supposed to be inspirational. For the young person listening, especially the young female, how do we, how do young people, young women, go against a certain program? Because, you know, it's easy to go with the tide than against it. And every time you try to go against the tide or against a certain order, you face resistance first, even from your own self, um, from society, the people around you. We have talked about outlook, which I call judgment. And, and we, all those things are things and the struggles and having to deal with unconventional things, taking risks, all of that. And even having a dance with fear, all your fears, what will happen, what will not, and all that. 
what kind of advice or what kind of encouragement would you give to um, people to help them to dig deep into their passion to turn it into something for that? Yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, it's not easy, especially um, looking at the environment we find ourselves. Um, a lot of the um, ideas and dreams we have will automatically be shut down because even by ourselves, because we are taught that it's not possible, you know? So one, there's an, a lot of unlearning we have to do. And then two, it might seem like a big task ahead, but we have to know that it always starts with a step, you know? We build up, so let's begin to build, you know, a day at a time. Don't brush it, don't uh, feel compelled that, oh, Everyone is moving uh, faster than you are. Take your time a step at a time. And the most important thing is if you have a plan. One thing I've, I've learned over the years is energy. Uh, whatever we constantly think about um, happens once you continue to put your mind to it. I don't know how that works. Uh, I think that's a conversation uh, for another day, but put out good energy, think about what you really aim for, and then don't stop thinking about it. Once you start thinking about it, you become like a, a magnet. Everything that is related to that particular dream or particular vision, before you realize everything will be uh, coming to you, you know, you become like a force at the center, like a magnet. So that's what creative energy is, like, put your mind to it. Um, think about it every day, and it's going to happen. Also, look for others who are doing it. Uh, find inspiration from people who are out there and doing it. And remember that it's possible. Um, growing up, we were always taught that, hey, a lot of the things we aim for is not possible simply because of where we are. But the world is bigger than where we are. So now more than ever, we have opportunity. Um, and the universe is going to bring whatever you wish for to you. So think positive, uh, plan, take a step at a time, and then everything that you dream about or your inspirations are will come to pass. It has worked for me, trust me. And sometimes I'm even scared to think about certain things. Um, sometimes our dreams can scare us, but Always remember, if your dream doesn't scare you enough, then it means it's trivial. You're not going anywhere with it. So let's dream big. I know we've been programmed not to think big, but it's time to unlearn that. And it's about time our dreams, we, our dreams scare us, but I don't mean like this. <laughs> That's very, very good, Francis. I've totally enjoyed this conversation. And... <laughs> You've said so much, and um, the part that you talked about energy, um, which is um, going into spirituality, is extremely true. And I think that it takes a lot to actually keep yourself up. You also talked about having a plan and finding inspiration, people who have done it and learning from them. Thank you very much for talking to us today on Coffee and Stars. Uh, you have shared so much insight with us our programming and our orientation and how as young people we need to unlearn 
many things and to dream big. I'm so grateful for your time this evening and I hope that we can have time to talk more on this podcast. Thank awesome. you and have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Enjoy. All right. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.